0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to Detox Podcast Episode 48. I, again, have very minimal announcements for you, which uh, feels nice. (laughs) Um, Not that I'm not grateful for having ridiculous, awesome, heartfelt, heart-driven stuff to tell you about in my life that I'm doing, Uh, but sometimes it's nice to just have a little bit, you know, some space, some time to digest everything that's happening instead of being very go, go, go all the time, which I don't operate very well in a kind of a go, go, go. Like, unless the things that I'm doing are filling me up as well, I can't, I, I just can't run myself to the bone. I can't do it. uh, workaholism was never my, was never my poison, you know? But I know that that's not necessarily the case for many people out there, and it's just, it's all tied into this, right? Uh, so what I do have to announce is that, um, Wednesday evening, I'll be leading a guided meditation class at Lucid Yoga, lucid yoga is by donation only, which I think is fantastic. It makes it more accessible where we're pay what you can, when you can. And, you know, we, we have a suggested minimum donation of $5, but if you can't pay that, if you don't have the money, we will never turn you away. You are welcome to come in and join us because that is just really what yoga is all about, right? It's Um, it feels a lot better this way, feels a lot more natural, feels closer to connection and unity than it it does just being able to serve the people who are able to pay $20 for a one-hour class, you know, or can afford a renewing contract that's a hundred plus dollars a month, you know, that's a very specific demographic. And, uh, we're in the downtown core. So if we can make it more accessible to more people, that's amazing. So I'm really glad to be a part of it. Um, yeah. So Wednesday evening, 8 PM, it's a 45 minute class. I talk for a little bit and the meditation usually runs about half an hour. Hopefully I'll see you there. You can just drop in, or you can register ahead of time at lucidyoga.ca. If you're looking for a copy of Pick Your Poison, you can buy that on my website at www.denisewalkerspeaks.com, or you can buy it on Amazon, uh, along with my other works, Pick Your Poison, Volume 2, and Cedar Valley, our novel. And today I'm going to talk to you about my poem. Um, I I cannot pronounce it. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) I'm going to try for you. for entertainment's sake, but it's, it's Icelandic, and it's the title of an Icelandic song by Kaleo, who I just adore. I love them so much. I've seen them a couple times, and they're just the best. They're just honestly the best, and this song gets me every single time. The whole thing is actually in Icelandic. It's like a, um, a musical version of a of a poem about a forest in Iceland. And yes, they do have trees in Iceland. Somebody told me that they don't have trees in Iceland, but they they certainly have trees. (laughs) I've been obsessed with Iceland for a really long time. I felt like my soul, there's like a piece of my soul there. And I went last June. I was there a year ago today. I was there for the solstice and it was incredible because so there's 24 hour daylight and we just adventured around like all day long. We would go on these incredible hikes, uh, get st- stuck doing some trek that we just didn't research properly. And, and suddenly the walk is like seven kilometers and we're not prepared and it's windy and rainy. And, but the, at the end there's a thermal river that you just jump in or, you know, like there's just incredible, everything is effort in Iceland. But the reward, the reward is so worth it. And I love that. And every morning we would go find a little hot spring to soothe our aching muscles. And then do it all over again. it was really a wonderful trip. And I can still close my eyes and I can still be on the coast sitting on volcanic rocky shore on a cliff and the wind is insane it's so intense and you feel it to your bones and it feels like you are returning to yourself the wind isn't there to knock you over it's there to bring you home I literally have my eyes closed right now, and that's what I'm picturing, being on that cliff. But yeah, so this poem. Oh, man, like I, (laughs) I'm going to play you, uh, well, I'm going to say, I'm going to try it myself here. I'm going to try to pronounce it. It's Voray Vaglaskoy. Voray Vaglaskoy. I don't know. I'm going to play you now on the internet what it's supposed to sound like by some guy pronouncing it. I don't know. Maybe I was close. (laughs) Um, But here it is. I will read it to you now. I don't want to write this. This isn't poetry. These are just the only words I have. drank a hundred coffees or really it just feels like I have. I want to jump off the 18th floor of my building, the roof, and bury myself in the closet all at once. I'm crying and pacing and faking the lyrics to an Icelandic folk song. Or is it pop? That's where I'm held up at, the decision on what genre this band is, yet all I can do is talk. Oh gosh, I've now screwed up the poem. Okay, I'm gonna start again. I could just go back and delete this, but I'm just going to keep going because, I don't know, I could come up with a cool metaphor for you here, but perhaps you can do that yourself. I'm going to start again. I don't want to write this. This isn't poetry. These are just the only words I have. I've drank a hundred coffees, or really, it just feels like I have. I want to jump off the 18th floor of my building, the roof, and bury myself in the closet all at once. I'm crying and pacing and faking the lyrics to an Icelandic folk song. Or is it pop? That's where I'm held up at, the decision on what genre this band is. That and how little I want to talk to anyone, yet all I can do is talk, talk, talk. Just shut up already. Can I just shut up? This poem is all about those weird moments in recovery where you're just slammed. With an unseemly amount of emotional chaos. That doesn't make any sense, but your whole body seems to be flooded with it, and everything is just, like, catching you. And it's like this this pull, this tug of war within yourself where you just want to, like, fucking run away from this emotion, this feeling, this... And I, that's where I say I want to jump off the 18th floor of my building, the roof. I live in a 17-floor floor building, and I... The eighteenth floor would be the roof, and uh, I don't know. Like, of course, I I never wanted to die. I never wanted to actually throw myself off of a building, but like metaphorically speaking, I wanted to ascend to the highest point in the in the space that I live in. I wanted to ascend as high as possible. And just, like, fling myself into the ether. Like, get out of this, like... Get out of this space that I was in. This, like, middle limbo feeling where, like, everything is just so... Spinning and tumultuous and just... It's just... Oh, it's... Such a cringy feeling and I wanted to to get up. I wanted to rise above. I wanted to get up and up and up and up until I was above it and and the idea of throwing yourself off of it means that you can't go back. That that's where the place that you were permanently that ascended feeling of being above it that would be your now your permanent place forever, because that's the last place you existed. Does that make sense? And then the feeling of wanting to bury myself is like, I'm in this space. I'm in it because I have ascended a certain amount. I'm no longer in, in active addiction. I'm still addicted, but I'm just not feeding the addiction. I'm fighting with craving and, um, every... Aspect of myself is trying to drag me back down and and that's the feeling of wanting to bury myself in the closet It's like I could go deeper. I could go down. I could go back and then I wouldn't feel like this anymore, you know And it's like in the closet like locked away nobody knows you're there You're in this tiny little space confined away from the rest of it away from it all and nobody can see Nobody can see the downturn, the downward spiral that I've engaged in, and and I'm using as an escape of this weird limbo space I'm in. And it's a it's a place of indecisiveness. It's like I I want out. I want out, and I don't care what that looks like. I I could go higher or I could go lower. It doesn't matter. When you get start fixating on things like. I'm crying. I remember just, I was laying on my couch when I wrote this. I was just like listening to this song by Kaleo. And I was just like bawling my eyes out and like singing along and just like losing my mind. It was so fucking weird. It was just so bizarre to be in such a a weird emotional state and this like beautiful, gorgeous, heart-wrenching song. If you haven't listened to it, please listen to it. It is gorgeous. And it was pulling on every heartstring, you know? It was it was retching my emotions in my body and just like pulling them to the surface and and that paired with the emotional um, insanity that is recovery when you're bombarded with deep, intense emotions all the time, it was just like this moment of like sheer insanity intensity and there's all there's always these juxtapositions I find that are in these poems in this first volume, lots of juxtapositions right, like you've got I'm faking the lyrics because I can't, I don't know what the heck they're saying, you know, because it's in Icelandic and I'm trying so hard to like look it up and, and like sing along and um And then I'm like, oh, is it a folk song or is it a pop? Is this pop? Is this rock? What is this? And I'm just like so fixated on trying to figure out like what genre band is. I need to put a label on it, you know, like I need a concrete answer because this is too, like there's so many options where my brain is going right now that I just need something to hold on to that makes sense, something that's decided for me. And how little I want to talk to anybody. Right, like I want to go into the closet. I want to shut myself away. I want to be invisible. I don't want to talk to anybody. But then I'm just like doing this. All I can do is talk, talk, talk. And I'm like on the internet, like talking to all my sober friends and talking about my emotions and like needing to get it out because that that used to be the way that I did things before addiction. I I was I would talk all the time about my emotions, and then that addiction shut me off, and I I turned inward and. And didn't express anything and it got stuck inside, you know, it all got stuck. So I'm like retraining myself to just do the instinct, the natural before the addiction instinct, which was to just wear my heart on my sleeve and tell everybody about what the heck was going on inside of me. And, and so that's what I was doing. Um, But I was like, oh my God, like, can you just shut up? It's like those moments where it's like, holy hell. You have been talking yourself in circles, Denise. Like, you are are saying the same thing over and over again. The same tired narrative of, like, yeah, you're in recovery and it's emotional and it sucks. And, like, does anybody even want to hear this? Do you even want to hear it? At this point, I was, like, making myself sick of my own voice. You know? Like, I was just talking to death. And like, even in my own, own head, just talking myself to death. And... say, I don't want to write this. This isn't poetry. These are just the only words I have because in these moments, as we've seen through this whole book, right? Like we're already on poem number 48, which means I've like written like 48 poems up to now. And there are 48 very emotional moments in my recovery that I needed to get the rawness out and transmute it into something else or else it was going to take me down. And so this moment, I knew I had to write something and I say, I don't want to write this because it sucks. I was like, this isn't a poem. This is not poetry. This is just all the words that I have that are just coming out of my brain and I'm just putting them on paper, you know? Um, I drank a hundred coffees or really it just feels like I have. I was like, you know, like so amped up, so jittery, just pacing around my apartment, laying down on my couch, starting crying, and getting up and like walking around and just bouncing back and forth, back and forth like a ping pong ball, trying to make sense of, of what I was feeling and just sitting with it, right? Sitting with it. There's not much else to do Because, yeah, what? I actually go up to the roof and I throw myself off? Not going to happen. Bury myself in the closet? That's actually kind of impossible. You can't do that. (laughs) I was too amped up to completely shut down, you know? The nerves are firing wildly. And they were just all over the place. So, so what? You just have to sit with it. You know, like you, it's kind of the only option at this point. You either start drinking again or you don't. Those are the two options. And I'm really glad that in all of these moments that I've laid out to you here, that I did not start drinking again. Like at this point, I'm like less than three months sober when I'm writing this. Like it is raw shit. And if you're there and you're having these moments, my heart goes out to you because it's really fucking tough. It is really hard. But it's possible. I, I did it. You know, I'm here. And it, and it feels almost like a lifetime ago. That these emotions just swooped in and took over the way that they did, you know? I am so grateful to have had these experiences and to have these poems that I wrote and be able to be sitting here in my apartment, which is in the same building as the apartment in this poem. However, I'm in a different bil- I'm in a different um, suite, and I've never drank in this particular apartment. It is the only place I've ever lived. That I didn't drink in. Oh, getting a little bit emotional. Uh, I think that's really freaking cool. All right, here is the poem that I will once more try to pronounce for you, called Voroy v <laughs> ah, Here we go. I don't want to write this. This isn't poetry. These are just the only words I have. I've drank a hundred coffees, or really, it just feels like I have. I want to jump off the 18th floor of my building, the roof, and bury myself in the closet all at once. I'm crying, I'm pacing, and faking the lyrics to an Icelandic folk song. Or is it pop? That's where I'm held up at. The decision on what genre this band is, that and how little I want to talk to anyone, yet all I can do is talk, talk, talk shut up already. Can I just shut up? Okay. I love you. I hope you're having an amazing week. I hope you have an amazing week ahead and we'll see you next week. Much love.